Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Can We Be Real? Mm. It's an extra one this week because we're extra lucky. Mm. Bags, we have an extra special guest with us. It's James Weir from news.com.au. Is that your official title? That's my official title. Thanks, lady. Oh, my ladies. <laughs> I love your recaps of TV shows. I never watch the shows. You're like my goggle box. I'm like, thank you. Thank I just you. read your wrap-ups. I like them. to think of myself as a goggle box, but with nicer furniture. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and you- a full-time job. Yes, and you keep it real. You're very real. Thank you. About the shows and about so many of the little elements of the show. That's what I love so much. Mm. I get such a description of what's happening, the set, the vibe, the music. I cover the waterfront, you know, like I really like to paint the picture. But what's so funny is you you kind of like paint, you point out those details and you're not making any of it up. You're really just pointing out what people said and what happened and what they wore and what their fringe looks like. And people get really annoyed. Like people get really annoyed when you spend maybe 150 words about their new haircut. Yeah, they get annoyed and I don't know why. I don't know why. They contact you and they say, how dare you? I often get, it's always late night emails, like these dark nights of the soul where it's, (laughs) they've watched the episode, they've thought they nailed it. Right. They've went to bed and opennews.com.au and just read read a little article and then at 1 or 2 a.m. they're up stewing on it, then they hit you with the email. How dare you? How how dare you? How dare you? you? Describe the IKEA furniture 
in my mum's pergola because it's during all, the home visit. Oh my, Michelle, you you've been reading me for so long. I can tell now because that's my favourite episode when they do the home visits and like you can tell the you can tell the mums have really tried with the furniture. Yes. Like they've went all out. There's like there's little baskets of like limes everywhere and like statement pine cones around and embroidered pillows and throws just on every surface. Yes. And then like the mums get really get their feelings hurt if you just point all that stuff out. Yeah, they would. They would do. And I'm not mocking it. I'm just saying. You're just saying. You've got an abundance of bowls filled with limes. Yeah, what are you doing with all those limes? Where, like, <laughs> are, they, are they only for show or consumption yeah. as well? Like, could I cut one of those limes in half? Or am and, I going to be yelled at? Yeah. Am I going to be yelled at? Because I'm going to throw off the balance yeah. if I... See, that should actually be a test on these shows. Like when The Bachelor goes to yes. the home visits, pick up a lime mid-conversation and just start cutting into it oh just to test the parents, just to push the boundaries. And then when he leaves, the mum will be there like clenched fists going, he cut my fucking limes. Yeah, he didn't even ask. <laughs> they were statement limes. He didn't rearrange uh, them. He didn't rearrange it. Well, because you take one lime out and it just throws off the whole balance of the bowl. Okay? Yeah, I'm a mum. You're a mum. You I know, know about the lime bowl, mate. I've had visitors. <laughs> like, I know about the lime bowl. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I love it. I love your your column. Now, you were telling me something interesting about J-Lo. Mm, I just got a notification on my phone. Mm. Not a text to me you're personally from j You're always working. J-Lo. The thing about you is you're <laughs> always working. Always on. Yeah. Always on. Got to be on it. I got a notification, an Instagram notification saying, uh, J-Lo invited you to join their broadcast channel. This oh. is me now. And- I'm not sure whether you guys have noticed this about J-Lo, but she's kind of like she's become a bit of a teenage girl from the early 2000s. Like she's also got a blog. It's called um, On The J-Lo, um, which I love. On The J-Lo, um, yeah. like the lo- On The J-Lo Down, I thought maybe would have been a better title, but it's probably too late for her to go change. <laughs> um, but also, you know what On The Lowdown means, don't you? Like On The DL, like a like a man who's married going to a park and... Sucking other men off. Mm. Yeah, See, so I she doesn't want that. No, she doesn't want the connotation. No. Um, so just on the J-Lo, it's her newsletter. And the thing is, I don't think J-Lo needs a newsletter. I don't think any of us asked for J-Lo to do a newsletter. Right. I think she's got a lot of other things going on. Also, I think J-Lo has a newsletter and it's called the Daily Mail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is You're right. Like you've already got a team assembling your newsletter. Yeah. You know? Like I know that Jennifer Garner mm. took, J-Lo's daughter to I know that too. Disneyland to or something like that. Did you see the photos of her and the kids? Yeah. The kids didn't want to be there. No, they, they did didn't not. want to be there. No, they were like, how embarrassing. They were doing the teenage, like, oh. The eye roll in the photos. Yeah, yeah. And she and Jennifer Garner's there in her mum jeans and, and her sweaters. I love Jennifer Garner's cardigans. And the thing oh, is, yeah. J-Lo would never wear a cardigan. Oh, like she's in her <laughs> newsletter, she's not going to have like the 10 best cardigans for fall. No, and you just know that Jennifer Garner's going to make some kind of Christmas gift yes. out of those photos. She is. Isn't yes. she? Yes. It's a calendar yep. or it's going to be the front of a diary yes. that she's going to give to J-Lo. She's going to give to J-Lo and then oh. like Jennifer Garner's going to leave and J-Lo's going to turn to Ben and she's going to be like, what the fuck am I going to do with this Paddle Pop photo album? No, yeah. He's going to be, well, you got to put it you out. you got to put it out. You got to put it out. Yeah. And the thing is, she can't just put it out only when Jennifer Garner comes around because Jennifer Garner probably does unannounced house visits. She's I, that kind of lady. Yeah. Like she she would come with like a plate of like baked goods, 
with her little like low ponytail yeah. and like JLo's probably peering up from the blinds of her ballet mansion going, fuck, she's back. <laughs> like yeah. Jen, I thought we said we had a, we had to talk about this yeah. and you said you were going to call next yeah. time you came around. We were going to meet at Macca's. Yeah. Yeah. Hand over, hand the, hand kids. over the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I was just in the neighborhood, you know, and I yeah. bake these brand things. Yeah, totally. So yeah, like Jennifer Garner seems like the kind of person who would do a newsletter, not JLo. I also love to imagine J-Lo just maybe it's like 2 a.m. on a Thursday night, the night before the newsletter is set, like set to go out and Ben's just like, Jack, come back, Jen, come back to bed, come back. And she's like, I got, I got to write this newsletter. I know. What am I going like, to put in there? Where am I going to? Uh, and then he's like, I told you it should have just been a once a month thing, not weekly. I told not you you'd hate weekly. it. I told you you'd hate it. He goes, hate it. Just write something about hydration. That's what the other journalist yeah, totally. does. Totally. Oh, I can't do that again. I know. <laughs> I know. And the, like the thing is like, what, what? Does J-Lo have to put in a newsletter so frequently? Like lifestyle tips? Like just She pays other she- people to do her lifestyle. You know what she does every single morning, J-Lo? What does she do? Every morning she works out for two hours and then, this is my favourite bit, and then has a massage. Oh. Every day after her workout, a massage. A massage. And it's like she would have a masseuse on oh, staff. No. On staff. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Living the J-Lo lifestyle. Yeah, put, put that in the newsletter. Mm, put that, put, put that, that in the, the news- newsletter. Put that in the newsletter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, you could live the J-Lo lifestyle, Michelle. You could. No. You're in a position to live the J-Lo lifestyle. No, he's got the time. It is the time. And J-Lo, uh, you, I'm sure you follow her on Instagram. She's always running around with that giant bedazzled Slurpee cup yes, <laughs> because she needs that. to stay hydrated. You could come out with a line of Michelle Laurie bedazzled Slurpee cups. Mm-hmm. And My son's obsessed with the Frank Greens. Oh, the Frank Greens. Obsessed he is. And so, yeah, I, I get it. I get the huge hydration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bedazzled, you think? Bedazzled. I've got time for that. Yeah. Yeah, I've got time for that. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't got time for a two-hour workout and a massage. You could just get the massage. Mm, I <laughs> don't even know if I, I've got time for one of those shiatsu things from Aldi that go mm-hmm. around your neck. I can mm-hmm. pop that in the car. Well, because you can wear that while you're on the go. Yes. You're a mum on the go. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And as a busy gay on the go, I relate to mums on the I go. I know you do, mm. and I relate to you. Mm. Yeah. We're virtually the same person. We are. I know, right? <laughs> and and what is she eating, J-Lo? Is that in the newsletter? Oh, uh, no, she hasn't done a day on the plate, but you know I love celebrity days on the plate. Like, you know, in the SMH, like every Saturday or Sunday, like in that little pull-out magazine, they'll talk to like, I don't know, Julie Goodwin, and they'll be like, what's your day on the plate? Well, Michelle where, Bridges, what's your day on the plate? That's where we learned about activated armies. It is, yeah, Pete Evans and the activated <laughs> yeah. armies. And everyone, everyone dragged him on the internet. That was probably the earliest dragging that we ever had in Australia. I think you're right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's got a mullet. Now he's got a mother. So we've sort of, I wouldn't say gone full circle, but we've gone somewhere. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we've done a figure eight somewhere. Yeah, we've we done have. A, we've done a figure eight somewhere. We have. But the thing that I love about the celebrity days on a plate is like you can always tell when the celebrity is like trying too hard to to seem healthy. Like, and they're being, they're not being quite honest. Like they wake up and they say the thing, you know, the first thing they eat is the activated almonds and then they drink, you know, filtered alkaline water. And then, then I eat beans and, you know, broccoli for, for lunch. And, okay, the fa- my favourite thing about it is what the newspaper does is they get the celebrities to submit it and they go just like dot point day on the plate. Then they get a professional nutritionist to analyse it and point out all the things that the celebrity's doing wrong. <laughs> and it always comes back to bite the celebrity when they've tried to be too healthy because the nutritionist is like... <laughs> 
is like, um, uh, you're eating too many carbs and, uh, and too much protein and you must be on the toilet all the time. Oh, so no. um, to deal with the stomach cramps, I'd suggest maybe a fiber supplement instead of so much broccoli. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine it. I wouldn't even know where to start. Imagine putting in your, what would your real day on a plate look like? It would be like up at the reasonable time of 1 PM. Yeah. Um, Drank black coffee until 4 p.m. Um, had a muesli bar, fell asleep. Oh my God. Yeah. I know, right? You know the what I mean? Nutritionists like, will have a fit if yeah. they saw, because my day on a plate is actually picking off my children's plates. Oh, yeah. Mm, you're so, a grazer. I'm, I've eaten leftovers, their leftovers for 13 years. It's mm. disgusting. And yeah. when they were little, the things I put in my mouth just because I couldn't be bothered walking to the bin. Right. Would blow your just mind. Like apple cores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just but chunks of banana covered in fluff. Yeah, bro, oh, my goodness. Just like, like I'm so tired. I can't walk to the bin. Oh, blah, blah. oh disgusting. Mm. That's my day on the plate. That's your day on the plate. <laughs> Wake up sometime um, when they make me yeah. eat something fluff colored, covered yeah. from the floor. Yeah. Well, swallow it. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then go on from there. I mean, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. Sometime during the day, I do try and eat my protein because I'm getting a little bit older and they say protein, protein, protein. Right. Grab a handful of chicken from the fridge. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Like pre-cut from the deli. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you're busy mum on the go. I don't have time to cut up a rotisserie chicken. Oh God, who's got the time? Who's got the time? Literally. And you don't have to anymore. That was such a great day when they went, roast chicken, we've cut it. We've cut it. Yeah. I know. Oh, we're going to charge about 40 mm. bucks a kilo, but we've cut I'll, it. I'll pay it. We've cut it. Yeah. I, I pay for it. Do you know, oh, the ultimate gay on the go slash busy mum on the go tip going to Woolworths it's such a luxury don't be jealous of me J-Lo will probably write about it in her newsletter mm -hmm. on the J-Lo when you go to Woolworths or Coles and in a single little plastic round container you can get a pre-peeled egg with like two leaves of spinach in it <laughs> I, I know love it. it I love it I'm not peeling eggs I don't have time to busy I don't have time to peel I'm a busy guy I don't have time to cook them and because uh, I'll eat it on the way round oh yes I mean, yes. by the time I get to the checkout, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I've eaten that, <laughs> yeah. I've drunk that, yeah. I've started that, yeah. might finish it in the car. Packets are open, yeah. things are half empty. <laughs> yeah, can you bin that? <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah. Turns yeah. out I didn't like that. Yeah. I'm not going to finish that. James Weir is still with us, which is so great because I know you're a very busy gay on the go. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Eating um, my eggs as we speak. <laughs> oh, well done. Um, now, what are you watching? We Succession just finished. This Were the, you a succession guy? The thing is, Michelle, like I watch a lot of bad TV for work. Um, so when I go home at night, I don't have the emotional energy to invest in something that I might be disappointed by. Mm. So I am not up to speed with any of the new TV shows. I've only just started watching... Um, you guys, I don't know whether anyone else has seen this. Um, more people should be talking about it. Um, Breaking Bad. Um, bra <laughs> Do you guys know about Breaking Bad? Yes. I think like I think it's going to sweep at the awards. No. I think it's like my prediction. My prediction. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Right. He's pretty good. He's got something. <laughs> He's, He's pretty good. Got He's got something. Yes. Um, and so when I'm not watching the hot new show Breaking Bad, I'm also on YouTube, um, watching sort of comfort clips of old episodes of Oprah and they're not good quality. They're not high definition. It's very grainy footage. Right. You know, I can 
I can hear the music. <laughs> yeah. I can hear the. Ad, I can. I can hear coming back yeah. from an ad break. Uh, yes. All the white women in the audience going nuts. It's the best thing that's ever happened to them. And I you can, can see the cream see, couch. I can see Oprah sitting on that couch, and just just flicking her eyes down at the monitor in front of her, and just. Just fixing her. Oh, she's adjusting. always she's always yeah. doing a zhuzh yeah. of like the high neck cardigan and the the sweater. She's thinking, oh, I look fat in this. <laughs> and she's just she, and I know that because I know that look when you see it, take the side of yourself and go whoop, sit up yeah. straight up, pull yeah. that down. Yeah, mm-hmm. always doing that. That's yeah. what she's doing. Well, I've got a theory, and the thing is that like. I love these clips of Oprah, but ev- whenever I try to go back to find the clips to rewatch them, I, I can never get them. And I think the Harpo Network is scrubbing them from the internet yeah. because they're worried Oprah's about to be cancelled. Oh, <laughs> they're worried no. Oprah's about to be cancelled. I have a theory that if Oprah, if those episodes were on air now, she would be getting dragged all around, all around the internet. What's she up to? It's hard to remember because I remember when she crossed over and she stopped being salacious, and everyone mm. went, "Ah, oh. because Boring. well, this Boring. is the thing. She's like, she's always been salacious. She's just learned how to cover it up. Oh. So, like Oprah, she's like, she's like a mean girl, and she does like the thing that mean girls do, where they give faux sympathy. Like, you know, she'll be talking to like Michael Jackson, and then she'll <laughs> say, she'll say like. Well, everyone says that, um, you know, your behavior, you know, happened in the room in front of people and um, they say you're not a very nice person. What do you have to say about that? And he'll get really pissed off. And then there's this, she's doing that interview at Neverland and they're in his kooky little living room. And then like by the next ad break, they're on a golf cart and Michael Jackson's driving it. And they're like whirling through the theme park past the Ferris wheel. And she's like oh, clutching on, and, yeah. you know, so she's like straddling this line between being best friends with them. And, you know, but where I think she's about to be canceled is the kind of questions that she used to ask, because we all know that she's obsessed with diet and weight loss, yes. right? That's the only, like, I feel like Oprah only wanted her own show just so she could ask celebrities what their day on a plate is. Of course. You know? and, and how they lost and the she weight. Could, and, and she could also try out the latest weight loss stuff as a tax deduction. She totally could. Right? She could try everything. You totally. Yeah. So, like, if you go back and you watch episodes with, like, Jennifer Aniston or Julia Roberts or, yeah. or like, Janet Jackson, she'll go, like, they'll walk out and they think they're going to be talking about the new movie or album. And the first question is, how did you do it? Uh, yeah, I you look great. <laughs> I, just, I still remember her commenting on Jennifer Aniston. She's like, oh, yoga, yoga. Yes, I remember walk. I was just walking out behind you. Yes, you remember yes, that? Yes, I do. It was so creepy. She's like, I was walking out behind you watching your posture. I can't remember how she put it, but I remember thinking, that's so creepy. Yeah, I, I I was watching that very episode just a few weeks ago. I know the, the exact moment that you're talking about. And, like, it was also around that time because it was, like, t- toxic tabloid culture. And, like, celebrities, they would always just answer the question with, like, well, you know, I just get eight hours sleep and drink a lot of water. Yes, <laughs> I just yes. drink a lot of water. Yeah. I do yoga. And, like, and I was, like, making, like, notes. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, so she, like, she was obsessed with that question. But there's one point, like, one point where I think maybe – she started to hide it a little bit more because she almost got called out on the air by Renee Zellweger. And I was watching this episode the other day. It was around the time where Renee Zellweger, she was yo-yo dieting because of Bridget Jones's diary. Remember, she was like, you know, very thin. And then she signed on for that movie. She gained all that weight. Then she had to lose it very quickly. Then they signed the sequel. So she had to gain the weight again. 
Oprah's like from afar watching it going like, what's her secret? So she, so she gets Renee on to like fake talk about the movie, but just to ask how she lost the weight. <laughs> so Renee comes out and she's already in a bad mood, not at Oprah, just at the tabloids. Cause she's sick of the photographers. She's sick, like she's sick of everyone sort of talking about her weight and it all being on the visual rather than her craft. Mm. And before Oprah can even ask the question, like Renee turns to the audience and just starts addressing them in this like monologue going like, um, and she, cause she's got a little Matthew McConaughey voice as well. Mm. And she's like, with her little, with her little eyes. And her little, oh, her and her little, little face, a little, little pinched, pinched little whole pinched face. Yep. It's like, yeah, it's like a balloon. It's like where the your tie right, bits in the middle, right. <laughs> isn't it? And she's like, remember, remember Cold Mountain? And Cold she's like, Mountain. I don't know nothing about you. And okay, oh, that's exactly lying. it. That's it. So she was doing that, and she's like, you know, the question that I've been asked the most over the last four years: How'd you lose the weight? How'd you lose the weight? And so we cut to Oprah, and wow. she's like getting really sheepish. And Oprah, but Oprah's like still like thinking, maybe I can still ask it, but just twist it. And she's like. Well, people want to know. Oh. And, and then Renee's like still on her rant and she's like, um, you know, it's saying that one body shape is better than the other and that's just not true. And so like Oprah's like, fuck, well, I still need to know like how she lost the weight, but I don't want to, I don't want to be like yelled at by Renee Zellberger with a pinched little face. Yeah. And so, so she's just like, um, oh, um, yeah. That's a really inappropriate question. We'll be right back. Oh, no. <laughs> she chickened out. out. Also, they've got to wind the auto cue forward so far. I know. And now. she was she was freaking out. And oh. so this is what I love about the old episodes of Oprah. You can see the cogs in her brain yeah, turning yeah, yeah. in a moment like this. Mm. You know? Yeah, what about that one with Tom Cruise on the couch? And you can see her just going, This is m- mental. Yeah. But it's such great TV. Yeah, right. How long is he gonna do this for, but I, I yep. love it, but yep. it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know when you do those things in public sometimes where you're like, this is embarrassing, but it's great? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> later. Just, yeah, I'm going to be really that. happy I've sat it's gonna with this. It's going to be really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be really happy I've sat with this, but right now it's fucking killing me. It's so yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. Stop yeah. jumping on my couch. Yeah, like, oh my stop jumping on my couch. But later, I'm going to yeah. be so happy. I, I know. This. And it was like, because you know how everyone, like all the celebrities, like they'll put up with Oprah asking them how they how they lost the weight because they want to be friends with Oprah. Yeah. But Oprah's like, she does that thing where it's like, she's a down and dirty tabloid journalist, mm. but just no one wants to call her out on it. Yeah. And so like, she'll pretend to be their best friend, but then she'll like, just like out all their secrets I like know. she did with Megan and Harry. Yeah. What about with um Nathan Lane? Oh, yes. Oh my God. Yes. How was that? I know. Oh, did you know she, she outed Nathan Lane on her show right. and yeah. he wasn't out publicly right. and he didn't want to be outed and Robin Williams- Saved, rescued right, him on okay. live television. Yeah. Wasn't mm. it amazing, beautiful on the part of Robin? Mm. Awful. But Oprah, I'm telling you, she's days away from being dragged. Oh, God. She's the kind of woman who'd ask you when you're due. Yeah, right. Knowing for sure you're that you're right. pregnant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know? And then she'd ask you how you lost the weight when she sees you like three months later. No. Oh, Ope. She's also the kind of person when you're a guest, you would never, ever get to chat with her Ellen style before Mm. or after the show, would you? Oh, no, no, no. She wouldn't want you touching her. On the set is the only chat you're going to have with Oprah. (laughs) Isn't it? You're not talking to her before or after. I'm going back to watch old Oprah. Go back to watch old Oprah. Which era do you think? Where's a good time to start? The 90s. The 90s are really good. Yeah, Yeah, the 90s. Because like, oh, and it's just like, I mean, just from episode to episode, it's like her look and outfit changes, you know? Yeah. 
yeah. like it's like she's in the like the high waisted little skinny jeans with the belt, you know, around the front. That didn't last long. That it didn't era. last long. And then a few episodes later, she's in like a giant smock. And oh, <laughs> I always felt so bad for her when the smocks came back out. <laughs> and you always knew she didn't keep the smocks every time she like oh, went. Yeah. You know, she was like, "Get rid of them. They're out of my life. I'm done with them. My yeah. life has changed. That's the past. I'm a different person." Then she'd have to buy new smocks. She didn't buy them. Some. She, she didn't bring someone. Gail bought them. At night Gail time, bought oh, the smogs. Gail, I need smogs. <laughs> I need smogs. <laughs> oh. <laughs>Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right, James Weir, you're still with us from news.com.au. Mm-hmm. If I sound nervous, I am nervous. Look, I'm playing with a button <laughs> on my cardigan. I've got my Jennifer Garner cardigan uh-huh. on yep. um, from the good people at Anko. But I'm uh, nervous <laughs> because you're going to roast. You're going to, I can't even speak, roast me. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. This was our idea mm-hmm. that we asked you to do because you have roasted people before, obviously, just in your columns, but, yes. <laughs> but also you roasted Kyle and Jackie O, which was hilarious, and I love them, and they loved it, and so I thought, oh, oh I've never been roasted. Like, yeah, again, never. again, not not with the headline, mm-hmm. here's a roast, yeah, I have right. been roasted, you know, <laughs> in other ways, but I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Like, well, I'm nervous because, like, I love you. Like, you know I how much, you. you know how much I adore you, and I'm such a fan, Um you know, so walking into this room, like I was like, I thought, is she going to get that it's a joke? Like, is she going to like? I think, she, you know? I think I think I can take a ton of shit because of my radio career. You're right, but I worry about you because I think, oh, is it okay to roast people mm, now? Like, you're right. I, I went to see Dave Chappelle mm. um, a few months ago, and he's my fave, and he bought some support acts out with him. Right, and one of them is called Jeff Ross. He's mm, an American yes. comedian. You know him? Yes, he's a famous roaster, mm-hmm. and he was. Amazing, and he said, and everyone in the and when I say room, it was Rod Laver Arena, so there's <laughs> right. like you know, ten thousand people or whatever there. And he said they all knew who he was, and he said, "Does anyone want to get roasted?" And so many people put their hands up, and I was like, "God, you're so brave! This mm-hmm. is unbelievable!" And they jumped up on stage. And he could only really roast them for their outfit or their physicality because right. he didn't know them. Mm-hmm. Because that's the that's the traditional roast, like right. a down and dirty roast. You know, mm-hmm. like the US ones, yeah. like the, you know, that you used to uh, yeah. be on TV. But they're usually celebrity, they're usually roasts, celebrity roasts. So they've roasts. got like arrests. They've yeah. got You're right, but it's always yeah. like it's always those like schoolyard jokes yes. where they get down and dirty, no holds barred, nothing's oh off God. limits. Mm. 
it's all yeah, yeah it's, it's all fascinating you know and like I didn't want to say this but Michelle when I walked into the room today yeah. and I was feeling nervous like at first I didn't recognize you oh it's because it's been a while since you've been on the screen and um and like and like you know for a split second, I thought like Jeannie Little had been exhumed from the grave and was here to tell us there's an underground KFC at the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and see, like it's that it's those kinds of jokes, right? Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. like a good example? Yeah, like, I is think that, so. yeah. And see, what I like about that joke is it's kind of like a two-parter. Like, you know, two-parter. It's, like, it's a two-parter because it's a joke about weight, but it's also about your eyebrows because, like, yes. like your career. They're non-existent. <laughs> yes, you know. Although, like, it, like my career, they're tattooed on. Like, they're tattooed on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for leading me into my next joke. Um, you know, you say I've been listening to this podcast, and and you keep saying that you're single, but you're clearly in a very long and complicated relationship with your Priceline eyebrow tweezers. <laughs> it's been it's been going on for quite some time, and I just want to know. I just want to know. I've been sitting around my apartment thinking about this, knowing that I'd be seeing you today. Is like, why are you taking your anger out on your eyebrows? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, did they fire you from the project too? I wasn't fired. Oh, no, 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 I was <laughs> Okay, Michelle, I've been following your career for quite some time. You came to fame on Rove alongside fellow comedian Corinne Grant. Um, unfortunately, she's now retired. Um, are you willing to trade places with her? <laughs> Michelle, you've developed quite a liking for inflammatory late night Facebook rants. You're very opinionated and very divisive. You know, I like to say you're like Alan Jones, but like, <laughs> but, but left wing and less feminine. <laughs> and like Alan Jones, you're constantly getting in bitch fights with people who are, who are smarter and hotter than you. You know, like the whole Amrushiano thing. I mean, just. Christ, Michelle, if you just climbed out of your asshole for even one second, you would see you have so much in common with Ms. Amelia Rusciano, like uh, failed radio careers and being single mums with mullets. <laughs> My radio career didn't fail. I just like, boom, boom. I mean, there's also the feud with Abby Chatfield, okay? Like, I, I don't know the ins and outs of your feud with Abigail Chatfield, but, like, all I know is she went on live radio and she said, I've got the quote here, she said, she said, you know, um, Michelle, no one mentioned you and yet again you came running into the room and everyone's like, who the fuck's Michelle Laurie? And, like, I'm sorry, in your defence, Abby should not have said that, okay? Like, as if Michelle Laurie has ever ran into a room. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. How dignified. I mean, getting dragged by Abby Chatfield is the most you've moved all year. <laughs> she also shouldn't have said who the fuck is Michelle Laurie. That was uncalled for. Okay. Everyone knows who Michelle Laurie is. I'm I'm just personally surprised you haven't been recruited for I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. They tried. They tried? Yeah. Well, I don't know why they haven't. Like, is it because you're not famous enough, you're not talented enough? I mean, there's ways around it. Producers, they should just cast you and then tell viewers, hey, Peter Helly is back. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see videos of you pop up on my Instagram feed, it takes me a good minute and a half to realise it's not just one of the upside-down talking chins from the World's Greatest Shave commercials. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned millions of dollars over the years, and yet every day you insist on wearing the same big W black smock. That sounds like an insult, but it's not. I love your all-black ensemble. It's practical, it's versatile. <laughs> it can take you from eating a microwave meal in bed to sorting <laughs> coat hangers at a department store. <laughs> 
For 15 years, you were at the top of your game, hosting some of the biggest radio shows in the country. And I just want to know, is that because radio bosses thought they could just put your face on a billboard and listeners would think it was Kyle? No, I wish. (laughs) You hosted a show with Tommy Little. What's it like being the only woman who Tommy hasn't tried to sleep with? How do you know? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You're a proud Buddhist. You You even wrote a book about it. Three books. Three books? My goodness. How many times has the laughing Buddha sent you a cease and desist? (laughs) (laughs) Newsflash, Buddhists believe in rebirth, not regrowth. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Laurie answers the question of what if Julie Goodwin had no eyebrows, a drinking problem and couldn't cook? (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, you're an industry veteran who has worked with so many talented people, Rove, Husey, Carrie Bickmore. What hurts worse, the fact they all earn millions of dollars more than you or that they all now pretend they don't know you? They do not. There's more vows in your name than people in this industry who are willing to work with you. (laughs) Michelle, you're an opinionated woman with a personality that's as potent and intoxicating as the Claire Old box kit you use to dye your hair. (laughs) We love you and I look forward to reading this again as your eulogy. Old, I used a clear old box kit on my <laughs> hair like you. two days ago. <laughs> Looks good. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I got it done professionally. You don't need to know right. this. But, but I just felt like it was a bit yellow. <laughs> well <laughs> done. Oh, now, I wonder who is that harder for? Was it harder for you to hear, Michelle, or was it harder for you to do jams in a room like this where there was not a room of people? I, yeah, I know. Doing it just like without a room of people, just right. to someone's face. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It felt brutal in here. It's like, what? It? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I felt like I was walking into your living room in Altona <laughs> and like, you, <laughs> you, were, you were just sitting there with your recliner, like, I don't know, like feeding Jacko wet food <laughs> out of your hand. Yeah. And Thank you, boy. Chicken. Just chicken. Just chicken. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one for me, one for well, you. Yeah, 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 yeah there yeah. you go. How was no, that for you, Michelle? It was great. Yeah. It was so funny. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. No, well, well done, done, mate. Mm-hmm. Well done. Were any of those recycled jokes, like, that you've, or, like, standards that you just like? Yeah, the, yeah, the classics, the standards, the, the upside-down talking chin. I, I use and abuse that for anyone. <laughs> anyone and everything. Because people get so offended by that one particularly. <laughs> yeah. Saying they look like an upside-down talking oh, chin with yeah. a mouth drawn on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Brutal. laughs> That's so funny. I think I even used that one on Kyle, actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, well That's done. So funny. Well done. I love it. Yeah. That's what I mean. No, I think I've taken. I can take a ton of shit. Yeah, you, you can. can. You can. Yeah, I think yeah. more than most people. Yeah, more, more than most people I know. You you're, have to you're be tough. able to. See, it's like pressing on the bruise. You know what I mean? Like it kind of feels good sometimes. <laughs> when yeah. you, maybe you know? you're right. Maybe you're right. Mm. But it comes from Breakfast Radio, I think yeah. too. And that first show I did in Brisbane. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah, we were just. They were the like Nova brothers. Show, yeah, right. they were like bro- like brothers, and mm-hmm, and it could be that mm-hmm. brutal kind of. Sibling sure. sledging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gut punches. Yep, 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 yeah. Speaking of succession, which I wish you would watch, I think you would love it, but th- part I just of I don't th- think it's going to be popular. <laughs> 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 All right, don't jump on too early, okay. but part of that show is the brutality of their sledging of each other, and mm-hmm. I know I watch it and go, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can yeah. do better. Yeah. You do worse. Yeah. Yeah. I can handle that. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. For putting all that work in. I mean, you know, I get get the chin joke, wasn't you? But the rest yeah, of the, I think the, the rest of them were pretty new. The, the other ones were tailor-made for Michelle Laurie. I think they really were. <laughs> I think they really were. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.